Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I'm your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Prapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that's tanked, codename Legion Cub. Oh, you son of a gun. We'll talk more about that uh, a little bit later in the show. My camera got moved. I'm I'm too close. Uh-oh. Nobody needs the nobody needs me this close. All right. There we go. That's better. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, look at that. We got some Christmas ape. What's happening Christmas ape? Back yeah, I know. Back to back live show Mondays and it's going to be back to back to back before it's all said and done. Uh, that's just how it works out sometimes. Road Pig, John, Yo, Joe, Ken Tomlin, what's happening? Have a great show. We will have a great show. And Toy Reclaimer is in the house. Uh, we are going to have a lot of fun tonight. We got we got some stuff to talk about. We got some things to clarify. We got a mothership to land. Uh, lots. Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Uh, you are watching the Needless Things YouTube channel where you can catch us live uh, every other Monday and sometimes even more often, uh, as well as lots and lots of different toy reviews. Uh, today, I put up my redo of the General Hawk review that I did live on the show last week because I realized this is not a good format for live toy reviews. Like, it's fine to, uh, you know, hold stuff up and be like, hey, this was fun. We enjoyed this. But a full review just does not work well in this format. So I redid it. That went up today. Tomorrow, I am reviewing Savanti Romero from the Mirage Comics Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles line. It's pretty awesome. And with any luck, my His Tank review will go up Wednesday, but we'll see. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid Federal Express with your lies. Uh, Rachel is in the house. Merry Hissmas, everyone. That's It's funny you say that. My son, uh, when I told him, because he, he was... Uh, He's doing online schooling, so he's going to sign for the His Tank if it shows up. And I told him, oh, it looks like it's not coming today. And he said, well, maybe you'll have it by Christmas. And I was like, that's not funny. Maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you ask Santa real nice, he'll bring yeah, you I, one. <laughs> I explicitly, once I got the email from FedEx this morning saying uh, it's, it's, it's going to come on the 12th and signatures required, I was like, well, I guess I know which day I'm not going into the office this week. Mm, right. Although apparently uh, I was reading that you can contact FedEx and designate a Walgreens as a drop-off point if you're not mm. comfortable with possibly being at home. It, okay. Yes, but no. You have to make sure that that Walgreens is... Um, a distribution center. Oh, okay. So there's there's more to it than that. Yeah. A lot of Walgreens, like you usually have one or two in your city area that are, um, but call ahead of time. Because I know you can drop anything off for FedEx at Walgreens, but, but as far as unless it's like an actual distribution center that has like the tiny little FedEx office. Right. They they won't hold. Lucas in the super Woo! chat. Look at this. We are one step closer, or I guess $10 closer to producing all new audible interlude hats with the new dynamic swooshy logo designed by our partner, Slickalicious. Everybody get on Instagram, check out shop Slickalicious. Uh, and while you're there, check out audible interlude podcast, uh, which we'll talk more later uh, about that. But Thank you very much, Superhero Craig Dukas in the house. 
everything uh, for those that that do not know, anything we get in the super chat until we have enough money to fund it uh, is going towards the new hats. So we're where are we? We're we're getting there slowly but surely. I understand this time of year, not everybody wants to uh, throw cash at a podcast. Uh, this this is not the time of year to be raising money. Uh, Toy Reclaimer, my his tanks were supposed to come Saturday, hoping tomorrow. Still no solid date. Uh, so here's here's what's up with mine, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about the hisses later in the show. But my original email said it was going to come Tuesday. Then I got an updated delivery time of Friday, and then that just kind of died. And so Saturday and Sunday, I was just tracking it in the app. Like I didn't get any more actual updates. And it basically says it will get there someday now. Like I don't even I mean, have a date. I don't even have a day now. I just know that it's currently in Dallas, Georgia. Yeah, I think. And I think ours are probably on the same truck because think, I've uh, gotten the same updates as yours. Yeah. But like I've at least gotten those updates. I'm seeing it's been in, you know, at least four different states at this point. Whereas, like, I know some people who got, they've been checking FedEx and has been saying it's been in California. It's been in California. It's been in California. Boom, it's at their front door. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, FedEx like, has been, like, New Jersey. About updating. Yeah, some are, I, I don't know if they're just not getting scanned in at certain destinations. but That's what happens, because with my old job, we would run into that issue a lot, because we did overnight shipping. Um, and you would have people that would call and be like, uh, it hasn't left Tennessee. And then an hour later, knock at the door because when they switched the, you know, to the different plane, they just didn't scan it. They saw, um, let's see. So Kevin Riddle got mine Saturday. Just haven't had a chance to open it. Kevin Riddle. What are you even doing with your life? <laughs> My goodness. Clearly not reviewing his tanks, which honestly I kind of understand because this day I was telling the guys, um, it's going to, this is going to be like a four hour project for me to get it reviewed, to get the video produced, to, to like put everything together. It's, it's going to take some time. And I was afraid, like, I'm actually glad it did not come today because I would have been trying to do that between getting home and doing this show. And that would have been a disaster. Um, all right. What did I say? I saw one other. Okay, well, we'll go ahead and hit this I think, one. Wait, I, Road, I oh, nope. Road, go ahead. Pig, Road Pig John is the Cobra Mothership going to fund tonight? We'll talk about that in a minute, Road Pig John. Uh boy, I, I would love it, but oof, boy. Oh, here, here's uh, Toy Reclaimer, uh, also in Georgia, and it looks like his is on the same truck as mine and Knowles. Uh boy, we're getting, we're chatting it up tonight. Yeah, I think you should pull up Ken Tomlin's. Okay, Not that it's bad, did I but his tank is the only Haslab that I have no interest in owning. I know. Oh, wait, there it is. Okay, okay. Here. I don't think you're weird, but I, I am curious. Is it like just the his tank in general? Yeah, give us give us some details on this Ken Tomlin, which I'll tell you right now, like, to be honest, I didn't have any interest in owning 112th scale G.I. Joe vehicles. But I just I gotta have this stuff. But I, I, I didn't never have any wanted one twelve GI Joe figures to right. start out with. Right. But yeah. Sometimes you just you just add it. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. Ken Tomlin, come back with some specifics. What is it about the hiss that turned you off? Um, Kevin Riddle says I got no emails. It just showed up. 
Uh, Rachel, I got my his tank delivered. I had to sign for it. I believe it depends on the driver actually following protocol. Yes, it does because I get a lot of um, I get all of my 112 figures directly from Mezco, and one out of every like four they actually ask for a signature, and they're supposed to all be. Uh, and then a friend of mine found his two his tanks on his front porch today. Woof, that scary, was scary stuff to be honest. That was me yesterday. Like the the driver didn't even knock on the door. I got the email from Paul saying, "How did we do?" And I was like, "What?" And then I looked out my front door, and there's my his tank box. Oh, that's weird. I don't usually get that email until like a day or two after the thing was delivered. Really? Oh my yeah. gosh! I feel like mine are always like that day. Uh, all right. So to, so to continue on through our introductory items, uh, we have shirts on TeePublic and they're on sale right now. Go to Audible Interlude Podcast, look at the pinned stories, and you can find links to buy our T-shirts for discounted prices. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of an Audible Interlude T-shirt? Or perhaps you might be interested in, if you're not jazzed up for the hats, Maybe you'd like an audible interlude tactical shovel. <laughs> what can That's you right. do with a tactical shovel? That's right. Everybody in the audible army could be geared up with an audible interlude tactical shovel. We're now in the prototyping stage to develop. And this, this is actually true. To develop audible interlude tactical shovels. So everybody stay tuned. That's going to be our next uh, super chat funding project because who doesn't need that all right that's my little joke that i made that, that may come back up again later in the show uh okay so we, we asked for follow-up and somebody uh okay yes, so wait, wait. here we go oh wait third we got to bring up third wave sa oh. third wave sabotage is going to come up again uh later on uh greetings fellows his tank sales are up in social media groups prices so far have been pretty fair uh excellent Craig responding to Road Pig John, are you telling us that you won the lottery and are going to fund the rest of the Cobra Mothership? <laughs> I do hope it funds, though. I'll tell you this right now. I know Road Pig John from the His Tank forums, and if anybody would win the lottery and fund the Mothership, it would be Road Pig John. His uh, his Super 7, I always enjoy his enthusiasm for Super 7 because it, it matches my own. Um all right, Ken Tomlins with some follow-up. Yes, it's just that I own so many his tanks and that I didn't want another one. Had the Hazlab been a stun or anything else, I'd have been in. And I was kind of on when way back when they announced it, I I said, because everybody was so excited for the hiss and I didn't want to like poo-poo it, but I'm not that big a fan of the his tank. I could name a dozen other vehicles that I would rather have had than the his tank. But it's just I so get iconic, it. Though. It, I mean, it, it is it's the most iconic Cobra vehicle. It is. It's it's almost as iconic as the Buzzbore, but the Buzzbore <laughs> the Buzzbore can be released at retail, so we just don't need a Buzzbore Haslab. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh no, here we there. I know there are a few of these. The real Zim out there. I'm kicking myself for not backing the Hiss six hundred on the secondary market is a lot. Yeah, but I I think I feel I could be wrong. My instinct is that it's going to level out. That's um, why I want to get mine so I can flip that second one while it's still fetching six hundred. Yeah, yeah, or, absolutely. Or wait, or or I may just sit on it because who knows? It might it might shoot up in a couple of years. But it was the whole point was like the very last minute when, during the campaign. I bought a second one just thinking this will pay for my first one. 
Um, um, and if I, if I want to part it out, I could and, and make even more, but really I just yeah. want to flip the whole thing and just, I know, and, and, but, but it is fact that if you, if you do that, if you do it by pieces, you're going to make more money, but it's such a pain. Uh, look at this super chat from Thor golden cub. Look at that incredible profile picture. Oh my gosh. That picture alone of Mr. Hercules right there is reason enough to catch us live on Monday nights. Hi, guys. I'm so excited. I saw Nemesis Enforcer, a.k.a. Nemesis Immortal, is coming for Classified next year. Plus, quick kick with fudgy bars. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, Thor Golden Cub. Uh, Always happy to see you here. And we will be talking about the Nemesis and the, the quicking of the kicking uh, in just a little while. Road Pig John, you are very welcome. Yeah, Payne's Toy Samples, today's news kind of sucked all the excitement for me. We're just going to touch on that because I didn't have an opportunity to look too far into details, but apparently with toy sales continuing to be sluggish, Hasbro is laying off 1,100 employees just in time for the holidays, which like on the one hand makes me want to not buy Hasbro products, but on the other hand, I'm a sucker and I'm not going to stop buying Hasbro products. So, uh, my, what, what, what is the, this is, this became a meme a couple of years ago, like principles versus toy collecting or something. There's something, (laughs) something along those lines popped up somewhere and, and I got to, you know, my, apparently my toy collecting is going to override my principles, but I think it does for most of us. Cause I mean, if if we're if we're buying these products from countries that are using cheap labor to manufacture them, I mean your your toy collecting is not balanced with your principles, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess it is. It just sh- says something about all of our principles. Um, let's see, toy reclaimer with a smart move. I bought three: one to open, one to keep sealed, one to probably part out or sell. The only thing is about keeping sealed. Uh, Man, some of this, some of these boxed vehicles and things take up a lot of space. Like it gets to a point where storing them, because I've I've got a stack of vintage collection uh, Tie Fighters that were an investment because they went on clearance for like sixteen bucks a piece. They were eighty dollars, and I got I think eight of them for sixteen bucks a piece at Walmart when they got clearanced out. And the price on them still hasn't because I never buy anything to speculate because it doesn't work out for me. What happens to me is I end up with eight TIE fighters taking up space in my storage room. <laughs> and then the you price think, still man, it would be so cool if they were all hanging down from your ceiling, having a battle with the... It would be so cool if I had the room to hang eight TIE fighters <laughs> from my ceiling. Well, and also the problem with these, I'm going to say this because we're all G.I. Joe fans here and I doubt anybody wants to buy my Star Wars toys. That vintage collection TIE fighter, if you look at it wrong, the wings pop off. I mean, just I, like real TIE Fighters. The, yeah. one that, the one that I opened, I actually pulled the springs out and glued the wings in. <laughs> uh, well, which, why are you... That That is a collector's item. Like, don't put the toy feature into yeah, the nice gimmick, collector. You know, 1978. I, it right. was fine then. Right. Uh, Ken Tomlin, Hasbro Sky Strikers complete and sealed box, selling for around 300 now. If someone wants one, just wait. Prices will drop. Exactly. That's That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, oh yeah. Good point. Toy reclaimer. Toy reclaimer is on point with the wisdom tonight. We're going to have to call you the toy whisperer. Um, not buying any products would then lead to more job loss. That's right. So we need to keep buying stuff from Hasbro in order to keep this from ever happening again. 
Uh, Blitz0065, I knew nothing about Classified until a few months ago, so I'll be collecting backwards on both of the Haslabs. Oof. Mm. That is rough. But uh, Jeff Morris. Hello, comes- Jeff Morris. Yo, Joe. When it comes to the figures, Jeff, or not Jeff, sorry, Blitz, I think you're in a better position because now you're with the retros coming out, you're getting the versions of those characters you probably wanted. Ooh. A lot of those figures, the early figures that we paid a lot of money for back at the, the time because we missed out on a presale or something, uh, you can get them super cheap now. You know what? Payne's Toy Samples. Okay, so Payne's Toy Samples says all the Ross and Ollie's finds are coming back to haunt us, which obviously is a reference to all of the stuff showing up in those places and, and being clearanced out. But check out this line of thought that just popped into my head. So all of these Ross and Ollie's things are hitting. And some people, like our dear friend Pete from Clown is Down, everybody check out Clown is Down podcast. Uh, Our dear friend Pete had no intention of collecting Classified, but found himself a discount Tomax and Zamot and bought his first two Classified figures. Um, All of this clearance stuff showing up, this is like the free taste, right? That's finding that breaker on clearance at target that one time when it was still brand new at the time but that's what broke me in collecting not just cobra characters but gi joes as well so that clearance stuff as much as it sort of feels like oh no it's clearance is also going to break some people into the brand real quick we got to pop up here what is up kelly hudson Uh, what's up guys popping in to say, Hey, I can't watch the whole stream. That's okay. Because the whole stream will be available in perpetuity here on the needless things, YouTube channel. Uh, and you can listen to the audio version this Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, our next live stream is next Monday, back to back to back. Uh, and next Monday, obviously a very, uh, special event coming up. We will not be live streaming on Christmas day. <laughs> We go ahead and dispel that notion from your heads. <laughs> However, we will be composing Joe-themed Christmas carols to share uh, on our next live stream. And if anybody wants to compose them and send them in to us, uh, we will we will share them with the Audible Army. So we would love to get some submissions for Joe-themed Christmas carols. Uh, yeah, that's right. Toy Reclaimer. Get you a hit of these Joes. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's free. <laughs> y'all, y'all got any more of them clearance Joes? <laughs> um, uh, Rachel Salina says, the one figure I haven't been able to find is retro-carded Snake Eyes. Uh, I have not seen retro-carded Storm Shadow, Zartan, Snake Eyes, or Crimson Guard in stores. And I also have not seen any of the newer Walmart exclusives in stores. But they're shipping tons of Destros and Gung-Hos and Lady J's still. Cause yeah, they sure are. Still, still seeing those at every Walmart. Uh, okay, we got to get caught up on our chat, and then we got to move on into our news. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on into the news. Everybody keep the chat coming in. We will keep checking in, but we got uh, we got things we got to talk about, things and stuff, because it is now time. For the news. Uh, so Walmart, I think, I don't know if I already mentioned it or not. Walmart had a sale on Crimson Alley Vipers. 
which is my I, my second favorite Cobra Troop Builder, although it's really close with the bat. The bat's my favorite, but man, I love this thing. I bought two more of these, uh, and it was 12 bucks a piece, which I realize are not Ross prices, but are pretty good. Uh, and then I bought another Crimson Viper because I was going to turn it into a Trouble Bubble Pilot and then found a better solution. So now I just have a second Crimson Viper, which is fine because... I have this whole crazy headcanon going on for my Crimson Army uh, that I really need a Crimson Techno Viper for. So we'll we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. But I've got a I've got a plan now that I've had I mean, to the, kit bash the, things. The one that comes with the SMS is almost a Crimson. I know, I know. It's I'm I, and believe me, I'm going to take a look at the Reds and see how it matches up. Uh, so anyway, Walmart's and, and according to, I think it might've been toy shiz that pointed out the Walmart sales, according to toy shiz, Walmart is going to be rotating different things through these kinds of bargains. So keep an eye on the Walmart app. Uh, all right. We've got to talk about all state toy insurance has anybody here purchased all state toy insurance any clark howard fans in the house show of hands <laughs> uh if you listen to clark howard you don't ever buy any kind of extended or additional warranty for anything because it will never be worth your money yeah because uh, years I, ago um when I was working in comic shops, I looked at um, a collector's insurance for my collection. Um, and, and that's a whole different thing. Yeah, but even even that, though, was I remember the price that I was going to have to pay and all the hoops it's that, nuts. You, that you had to jump through to prove condition and, and like... I don't know if this is like that, but back then, like toys had to be in the package. They they weren't going to ensure you're loose. So I uh, it kind I find this a little sketchy, even though it's all. Oh, it's it's a hundred percent sketchy. It's it look just because Allstate is a reputable insurance company, if there is even such a thing, uh, this is a scam. This is them just trying to skim money off of purchases, and the fact that they've weaselled their way into Target's POS, into eBay's POS, which POS being the appropriate term, although not in the way I'm using it, uh, it does not make it legit. I mean, look, I'm sure it's legit. I'm sure if a figure falls apart within a year or whatever the deal, two years, uh, they'll get you your money back. They're not going to get you that figure. No. I, I would be willing to bet money, and I guess I do every time I turn this garbage down, that if I buy some Walmart exclusive figure that you know is going to disappear from the face of the earth within six months and 18 months from now it falls apart and I contact Allstate, they're going to say, well, we'll, we'll cut you a check for the $24.99 you spent on it the first time around. Like this is not, this is not collector's insurance. First of all, uh, that is a different thing. This, this is, I personally, I think this is just trash and and I recommend against it in the strongest possible way. 
So having gotten that out of the way, uh, buckle up, Road Pig John. This one is for you. We got to check in on the Cobra Mothership. Now, we discussed that some alterations were made. First of all, Super 7 has announced that uh, regardless of what goes down with this, next year we are getting a line of Super 7 O-rings based on Sunbow, Deke, and the comics, uh, which is what Super 7 has the the license to produce. Um, as we speak, well, the, okay, so I'm looking at the webpage for backing the mothership, and it is updating in real time because the timer is counting down. But I don't think that Super 7 is updating the backers because it's been 1585 since like this morning. And I just can't believe that like three, four, 10, 12 people haven't backed it today. Yeah, I'm showing 1589 on it. But yeah, it's been that way since I checked in about an hour ago. Ooh, I just I just refreshed my page. Let's see. It went down. No, no, it's fifteen eighty. No, it is fifteen eighty nine now. So they are, gosh. So if they they are updating it, so over the last hour since I pulled the page up, it's gotten four backers. Ooh, look, we we hope for the best for this thing. It looks epic. It is going to be a, a centerpiece, not just of a GI Joe collection, but of an entire toy collection. Uh but at the end I of the day, I still think they're going to make the thing. I, you think, I think they're going to make it regardless? I think they are because even if it's not hitting that goal, I think they really want to produce it. They've already invested so much money into this sculpting and, and everything, and they'll, they'll they'll get some sweetheart deals out there with some retailers. I I hope you're few, right. Few, you know, maybe a couple thousand other pieces. I uh, I absolutely hope that you're right uh, because I I want to see this thing in person. Uh, but like I said, the good news is no matter what happens, we are getting O rings from Super Seven next year, uh, and we'll be talking more about those a little bit later in the show. Uh, and we've we've I think we've covered this to death. Uh, I will throw real quick Payne's toy samples. The timing uh, this is timing and price problem, and I agree. I think this had gone up at a different time of year. Uh, I'm not saying it would, you know, we'd, we'd be hundred percent seeing the funding by now, but I do think it would be at a better point than it is because my gosh, launching something like this during the holidays, I put, so yesterday, cause I still haven't, I still haven't backed because I'm, I'm just, I want it. But yesterday I went to the super seven website, put it in my cart, put a set of the Vipers in my cart. And that came up to like $730. And I was just like, yikes. Let me think about this a little more. Well, especially considering that as soon as you pull that trigger, that money is gone. Gone. Yeah. Right. Well, so. it's not because I'm going to do a payment plan. Yeah, yeah. Payment plan. The first payment doesn't come out for like a month. But still. But it's, it's easier yeah. to know. Oh, if I if I back this now, it's two more months before this money comes out of my account. I can and, plan and for a bit if something unforeseen happens, I can go in and cancel it. With yeah. this, like Super Seven is kind of notoriously difficult for uh, cancellations, if not impossible. So, but it, but again, if they if this doesn't fund and they got to process all those refunds, that's not cheap for them to do. Right? No, 
and a huge headache. Which is why I, which is another like reason why I lean towards they're going to try to get this thing produced no matter what they do, what they could, what they do. Well, I hope that you were right, uh, and I hope that sometime before midnight tonight, I can gather my intestinal fortitude and put my credit card information into that field and order myself a mothership. But I got to tell you, I'm a little, that's a, that's a big price tag. And it really is so much of it is that shipping. Did they make it? Did they make an announcement about what happens with the Viper five pack? If it doesn't fund, it does not get, well, it still says it doesn't get made. I believe we will see those Vipers in some way, shape or form in the new O-ring line. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, I back those hoping that this thing would fund. Right. I, I gotta think they've seen the money in troop builder sets like that. So hopefully we'll see something. Uh, all right. We also had a little email from Hasbro pulse. Something big is coming starting Monday, December 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. We have something very special in store for you, our Hasbro Pulse Premium members. Keep your eye on your inbox because you don't want to miss this. So uh, if you remember, we followed along with the Pulse holiday sale, which was not really as satisfying as the past couple years holiday sales. There were some good deals to be had, but there was some product that never got added to the sale. Um it just didn't seem to me quite as satisfying. And I sort of wondered, are they saving some stuff? Because who, who here, show of hands, who here is a wrestling fan that might buy a wrestling toy from time to time? I'm one of those. Uh, Ringside Collectibles every year starts aggressive sale pricing on Black Friday. And if you can be patient, they have Black Friday 2.0. Cyber Monday, Cyber Monday 2.0, Cyber Monday 3.0, Black Friday 3.0, and like last minute super emergency Black Friday. And they keep slashing prices on their sale items. So if you can wait and take the chance that they're going to sell out of the thing that you're waiting for, you can get figures from a couple of months ago for like $5. Uh it's it's a fun waiting game that I've been playing every year for the past few years, and I usually end up with a couple of large boxes of wrestling figures. Uh, and I think Pulse is kind of taking a le- my my suspicion is that Pulse is taking a lesson from that. So on December eighteenth, they are going to restart the uh, the holiday sale or relaunch it with a lot of new stuff added, probably the same discount. But uh, maybe add the clearance stuff in because that's what I was expecting before. I thought for sure all the clearance stuff would be part of that sale, and it wasn't. So I, I think they're going to be some big discounted price. This is just my guess. You think? I mean, they so specifically are using very similar wording to what Super Seven used at the beginning of their hints. Something big is coming. You don't think they're going to announce the Cobra Mothership? Uh, I don't. <laughs> they're they're look, gonna buy it, all the ones to make sure that it gets funded and then- look it would be great because i think free shipping would oh absolute, for sure absolutely have gotten this over the hump uh that's it's it's it occurred to me but i just i don't know 
I would, I would love it. It would be great, but I, I think it's just going to be some kind of big sale, hmm. but we'll see. We will find out on the 18th and guess what? We've got a live stream that night. So we'll talk about it. Speaking of live streams, here we go. Hasbro pulse had a live stream on December the 7th. And we got a closer look at a number of things. And we also got some name reveals. Uh, Noel, because I know it's one of your sentimental favorites, I'm going to let you discuss this first one. All right. Who is this goofball? So uh, on our last live stream, we were answering some questions about uh, our updated classified figures and what we want to see. And this was the, I think this is the first one I threw out. Um, well, and is, I think he's been on your list for a while too. He has been on my he? list for a while. Um, so this is Starduster. He was a mail-in originally with a GI Joe Action Stars serial back in uh, 1986 or 87. I want to say 86 is when he was first offered. Um, I got one. I didn't have it as a kid, but I got one in a collection a, a while back, and I love the figure. I love that you know that that bright blue and the camo and he's got the he's got the jet pack so this is one that i always thought would look great in the and as soon as they put that jet that jump jet pack out i was like well this is a no-brainer because he's essentially just tooled from other characters parts so we are getting starduster he was one of the name and uh, name reveals here this past week and i am excited well and if if you watch the live stream lenny mentioned uh, that there was going to be a nod to how he was originally marketed. So I am hoping that he will be a deluxe figure and will include a <laughs> little box of G.I. Joe action stars. I hope they just put out more action stars cereal. Well, that would be great as well. Even if they do it through, uh, oh shoot, what is it, FYE that carried all the like Funko cereals mm -hmm. there for a while. Even mm -hmm. if they do something like that, that would be great. Look, well, if I can, thing, if I can get a box of bootios, surely <laughs> we can get action stars. Which the, uh, the cereal itself, uh, it was the worst offender of the Captain Crunch, uh, mouth roof destruction oh no really oh yeah they were oh yeah, well yeah it's that... it's the ralston it's it's part of the ralston purina family but i didn't care it had that gi joe logo i was gonna eat it every day i could but the boxes had um like cutouts so you could they had like little backdrops and stuff that you could cut out and use with your figures so that's what oh, i always loved about it i don't remember that Wow. Well, I've we've talked about this cereal before, and I've I've told you guys I have zero recollection of this cereal at all. Um, it's, it's very weird. Okay, oh, <laughs> Ken Tomlin. My wife says my code name is Crop Duster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Uh, all right. So, Starduster on the way. Another name drop. Leatherneck. Now, I see how you have the it, that's right, Leatherneck. There, Hasbro, <laughs> give me what I want. Give it to me. <laughs> give me what I want. Uh, I Leatherneck better be part of a special mission Brazil set, and then <laughs> later on they can do all the proper paint jobs or whatever. Uh, but they did name drop Leatherneck. I hope he's a big dude. Well, and Lenny 
I think they said it like three times to drive home. He's grizzled. So yeah. I, I'm in my head. I'm thinking, is he going to look older and rougher than Tiger Force Outback? Well, I, I would. I mean, no actually, white hair, obviously, but I would actually be down with it if they wanted to give it a more like grizzled like. And we, we've talked about doing the portraits before, and I know there would be probably things involved with that that Hasbro doesn't want to get into. But if we could get a cool Ron Rudat mm. uh, portrait, because isn't that that's who the original design is based on, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that would be cool. But uh, whatever the case, just give me my special mission Brazil leather neck and I'll be happy. Uh, we also as got as long as we later get a battle core leatherneck too. That's all I care about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Giraffe, this, giraffe pants. This this guy <laughs> will never be far from my side. Uh, all right. So next up, uh, Christian, tell tell us your your thoughts and dreams about the Nemesis Immortal, as he is now called, because Hasbro lost the rights to Nemesis Enforcer. Okay, super excited because this hopefully means more Cobra Law figures on the way. He's going to be big. The part that's eating away at me is uh, I spent a good chunk of this morning uh, on the government's trademark register website doing searches. And I cannot find anyone yet that has trademarked the name nemesis enforcer for action figures blah 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 blah. there i have found plenty of them for like computer programs and all this other sort of stuff so hasbro you got some explaining to do interesting because i'm not completely buying it unless you're just oh i don't know I'm completely buying it, and I don't care what they call it. <laughs> right, because he they, will be they, can, they can call it Aunt Fanny's Poodle Boy, and I'm going to buy it and put it on my shelf, and it's going to be Nemesis Enforcer. But I also want I want the wings to be detachable because they also need to throw in those weird a octopus arms like what were okay. the original we've figures got, but i do want them so we've got to clear that up when i was a kid the weird green tentacle things that came with them to me were to capture joe's you plug that into a joe's back and wrapped it around them and it was like a cobra law like oh. capture organism thing but of course over the years we've seen people have it plugged into the back of nemesis enforcer into the back of globulus what what is you guys thoughts about what the heck that tentacle thing is yeah i thought they were like attack tentacles that would come out of him yeah i just presumed it was like an alternate set of you know wings or you know an ultimate set of accessories for him but yeah it makes it does make sense that it's something that you use on your opponents i always looked at it as being like that thing pythona threw that wrapped people up even though it doesn't look like that like that literally looks like masking tape which is kind of weird really but uh yeah that's i always used it to like cat i 
plug it into their back and then wrap it around them. It would capture the Joes. I, it never even occurred to me that it went with any of them. Hmm. Let's uh, in the chat. And I can't wait to recreate this photo, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it <laughs> better be that much bigger than Sarge. Yeah. Um, yeah, so in the chat, what was that green tentacle thing? What did you guys use it for? What will they name Pythona? Pythona. La, 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 la. Maybe. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Like I said, I, I, honestly, I don't even care what they name him. Uh, I, I imagine, yeah, he's going to – I'm hoping he's going to be tall. Like yeah, he's got, he's got to be huge. He's honestly he should be the biggest figure in the line. I would say bigger than Serpentor. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they I, did I, that with no the doubt he's gonna be a deluxe. line. Yeah, yeah, he was he massive. Was bigger, uh, so yeah, I I can't imagine them not. Uh, Wotaj says, "Who has immortal henchmen?" That does seem like a bad idea, doesn't it? Uh, and then finally, uh, one more name drop. Xandar. <laughs> you stole my joke. Oh, did I? <laughs> I thought you were going to hand him off to me and I was going to be like, what? There's nobody there. <laughs> uh, so, yes. And, and Xandar officially announced by Emily. Well, we've already discussed how Xandar was announced as Zorana's twin in issue 301, but also dropped by Emily during the live stream, uh, Xandar, Zarena's twin. So mm -mm. very cool. I know there's a contingent that's big on that, and I'm happy that they've uh, they've gotten what they wanted. I think that's cool. And, uh, I'm, and it shows no, I'm that... glad he's the twin, but come on. he As much as we don't notice him, he stands on his own to be more than just someone. Oh, sure, sure, of course. Like, I'm it's very curious to see... I'm very curious to see how they execute him. I still really love the idea of doing a completely new body type and making him like David Bowie androgynous, like almost you can't tell, you know what I mean? Like do something interesting with him. Don't just redo the, the original figure, like use all of those notes, make let him pass the squint test, but do something really interesting. I just think he's going to be a bald guy in a suit like he was in the live action movies. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know here. you anymore. <laughs> uh, all right. Where are we? We got to get caught up here. Uh, oh, okay. Let's talk about the new boxes. We already talked about Big Boa a good bit, but what do we think of these new boxes? They're Joe boxes. Yeah, I... I like that they're still doing the artwork that we were kind of getting, but I don't know. I, me personally, I am going to miss the storage lockers. I have made such good use out of all oh, of really? them. See, I've, yeah. I've, I've got a few that I use, um, but I, now I'm throwing them out. Mm. But so I mean, I, I, I do think it would have, it would have been nice to still do something like that and have a compartment on the side. Maybe not have, maybe have some of the accessories out um, visible in the package, but other ones that are over off in that I, little side piece. I think the toy companies now that plastic is back, I do think they're really, really big on displaying value. Uh, I know that Mattel with their WWE ultimate collection, even though those are supposed to be like high end collector figures, 
they junk up those boxes with all the accessories. Like uh, to me, if I was a Minton box collector, I would not like those boxes because they've got all the extra heads and hands and everything right in the front. And it just looks weird. I like the way Jazzwares did their AEW Supremes better where everything's on the sides. So you still have a really nice presentation of the figure and the accessories are off on the side. Um, WWE's Ultimates, like they're great, great figures. But I, I, the Minton box presentation to me is kind of ugly. But toy manufacturers just, they love to, they, they want that value to be in front of you. Now, now that they've given up on the no plastic thing. And after, I, I know we had already seen his beat up portrait before. But now that we have Chuckles in hand, I can, I'm so excited for these two now yes. to be mortal enemies. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like the the beat up portraits, yeah, look really great. And I'm excited to see who else they do it with in the future. Uh, all right, next up, quick kick. Noel, how do we feel about those nunchucks? Well. Uh, I'm presuming that they're probably that hard plastic that's not going to really, you know, have that much give and it'll just fling back into a straight line whenever you let them go. Well, during during the live stream, uh, one set was tucked into the back. He's got, uh, if anybody's familiar with Ninja Turtles figures, Raphael always has the, or I'm sorry, Mac Michelangelo always has those two loops on the back of his belt to store his nunchucks and Quick Kick has the same thing. And during the live stream, one pair of nunchucks was tucked into those loops and bent fine, and another was tucked under his arm. So, I mean, they, they do bend, but they're still... I, I, I will be making a when, gridiron When he's order. holding them, it's... Right. It's going to be a very happy nunchuck. Right. They don't hang. So, I, I will... If I have not already made a gridiron order before then... I, I will be making. Uh, excuse me. I'll be making my first gridiron purchase. Uh, but otherwise, I love him. I'd like to see him just use like rope for the nunchucks. Yeah. Well, that's everything has been done. NECA has used rope on the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, other companies have used actual chain links. Like it's been done. Yeah. I, mean, I figure chain links might be cost prohibitive, but I mean, it's, it's, it's doable. Uh, or even little small plastic links. I mean, Lego does it all the time at a very similar scale, but they also, you know, those are a little bit more per part. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think rope is fine. It's not going to be as expensive as, as chain link, which would really be the, the ultimate thing for me, but. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the throwing star, like the in motion throwing star. It's a little goofy. Yeah. Uh, the fudgy bar. I know we've commented on it before, but that's the most like super seven um, accessory they've really thrown in. I think in classified thus far. Yeah, but yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm very. I'm very happy to see the fudgy bar. It, it's just it's fun, and I like that the Hasbro team is getting to have a little fun, especially with yeah. just a regular figure. Like, it's not like this is some 
special release or deluxe or anything like that. This mm-hmm. is just a mainline figure, regular price, and they're throwing in a really fun accessory. And actually, looking at him, he is loaded out with accessories. Mm-hmm. Two swords, two sets of nunchucks, a backpack, uh, four alternate interchangeable hands, the fudgy bar, the throwing star, and an alternate portrait. Like, he's got a ton of stuff. I just really hope that he can maintain a good crescent kick pose because that's the way I want to you know, yeah. have him posed. Well, these are, um, my, and it'll depend on how they articulate, how tight the articulation is, but most classified figures I've been able to get some pretty great poses out of. Uh, all right. The Techno Viper looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian, what are your thoughts on this? So, so I am a huge fan of the 25th anniversary style techno Viper, which has a slightly different helmet. But when I saw this, take my money. This is this. I told listeners, I, I told the guys in our, our little chat group, this is the very first troop builder that sight unseen I have bought multiples of because I that helmet is just sci-fi perfection. And you gotta I, have your tech support guys. Come on. Yeah, I love the purple. Like it is just a great figure. Yeah, everything about it is great. The the helmet has a very like 70s sci-fi almost flash gordon-y type look i i apologize because i don't remember who in our chat last week mentioned it so i don't want to take any guesses uh but yeah they said it it looks like the centuries from the black hole and and that makes me love it that much more like now i need to get a 3d printed gun of that for him Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rachel Salinas. Noel, I would also like to see a Retaliation Secret Service Xandar. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? Uh, Will R. If Blowtorch doesn't come with a pork chop sandwich, we riot. I agree. Matter of, of fact, I would I would put that at the top of the list for must-have accessories. We'll talk about this later, but Blowtorch is an odd one out that we've not even gotten him in the pipeline yet. That's true. He's one of he's one of the oldest. I think he, except for O13 figures, he's the oldest f- character that wasn't a vehicle driver that we have not yet gotten in the pipeline. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, here's one yeah. thing. Was, yeah, one thing I noticed about the Techno Viper <laughs> that I absolutely hate uh, are those big black knee parts. Mm-hmm. Oh, is... I thought you were talking about how he's serving up those cakes to fix all those vehicle drivers. Because <laughs> that is some flash dance posing. <laughs> well, if you notice, the background of all of these is like a fight pit. Mm-hmm. And all the, like a lot of the posed pictures are the the figures fighting each other, which I really like that they did that theme. I don't know how appropriate it is for the Techno Viper, right? I loved it for everybody else. It just kind of well, was it's funny fine. For just, this. It's the theme for the wave. It's yeah. fine. I, it's it's a little tongue in cheek. I like it, but I hate those those knee pieces being black like that. 
um, yikes. I, I would I would say just don't make the knee pads black if if this is how you have to do it. I mean, I'm never going to see the back of the figure, so I'm not never. You're never going to see the back of the figure. Interesting. Mm, it's going to be sitting on a po- It's going to be sitting on a <laughs> yeah on a yeah, shelf. I, I would have to disagree with you because with who? I, with me or with Noel? With you, unfortunately, oh. because that is my one teeny tiny kind of gripe about Hawk. I do think his his knees. I don't know if they're supposed to be knee pads, if they're just sculpted weird for his pants, but it bothers me. Well, they it looks like they decided, well, he's just got green knee pads. Right. And it doesn't, and I don't know, weird, it, it doesn't this, work. This wouldn't be better. Well, m- much like what Noel said. I oh, mean, my gosh. Un- unless he's, you know, trying to earn some extra money. In the Cobra break room, I'm not really going to be looking at the backs of his knees. Oh, you guys. <laughs> uh, and then we also got a little sneaky peek at a, a an errored prototype where the factory got the color one off and the, I guess, darker. Let's see. Yes, the darker portions of the Techno Viper ended up pink. Mm. which is uh actually kind of a cool look it it, yeah i like i want a variant but in to me it's sort of like off pink off white so i want one that is white this live stream had terrible lighting it was really dark um so i would like to see this figure with good lighting uh, but whatever the case, it's it's a cool little variation. And I love the fact, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention was how much fun uh, Tony and Lenny and Emily were having and how enthusiastic they are and how much they clearly love this line. Uh, and And the fact that they even shared this with us is just fun. Like, how great is that, that we get this little look at a behind the, you know, they they didn't have to share this. And years if, ago, it wouldn't have been done. It, for whatever reason, it made my heart happy. Yes. When, when Lenny was like, this is sitting in my office in my display. Like, he loves that figure. And, yeah, I just wish we got that from some of their other lines. I know, right? But it, it's just... Just just watching this live stream, it was so much fun, and it makes it makes the days of Mustache Guy seem like the distant past. No more talk of footstands. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, I bet a lot of people have, but I never will. My my severe intestinal discomfort every time that guy talked. Oh my gosh. I hope wherever he is, he's doing well and happy. This Techno Viper, he's got a bit of a predator kind of vibe going on there too. I don't know what it is. Just the way the light hits the the lighter helmet. Yeah, I think it's the lighter helmet definitely lends it that appearance. Mm-hmm. Like he has like the the part of the, the helmet that goes back or or maybe that's part of his backpack, but it looks like he's got like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is <laughs> part like, of his backpack sticking up. You're right. 
Uh, all right, Airborne. Let's talk about Mr. Tall Tree. Noel, Looks Airborne great. thoughts. Looks great. I presume he's just uh, uh, got Scrap Iron's body, right? Um, just like the original, uh, <laughs> but in reverse. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's you know coming out. They they said he was going to come out before the Dragonfly hit, and uh, looks like they're going to deliver that to us. So that's good. Um, but yeah, nice update of the original. We got to go back to the Techno Viper really quick. I missed this. Rachel Salinas says mainframe hacks their risk computers. Now they only get spam email. That red readout says buy one, get one 50% off at Subway. <laughs> Eat fresh. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask that uh, one, one, <laughs> one per case. Oh my gosh. Can you guys imagine how many different variations the 3D printers are going to make? to plug into that wrist display <laughs> one per case probably already has like a dozen ideas ready to go. I'm excited about that. Okay. So uh, sorry, back to airborne. Um, I look, I love the way shovel. he does. He has a tactical shovel, which will, uh, mm -hmm. well, wait, hang on. And it's painted a different color. Cause we do have other figures that have tactical shovels, but, and, uh, everybody remember, the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel coming soon. Uh, show your support for the Audible Army with your very own Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel. Now in development uh, at Audible Labs. Are you going to have it say, like, fighting for freedom wherever there's trouble, like yes. the one on the Retro Duke does? Yes, it's going to have every word of that uh, <laughs> handwritten on it by Christian. So no one will be able to read it. <laughs> uh, all right. Where, what are we doing now? So Airborne's great. I really like the way that they captured his colors, but also it's weird because the original figure is, is a little muted, but this it's, it's, it's brighter, but not obnoxious. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. The, I don't know. They've just done a really nice job getting the right colors on this, I feel. Uh, and I noticed that his night vision goggles are plugged into his helmet. They're not shown as a separate piece, but those are removable. And you can put the goggle covers over the big square on the front of the helmet that I personally don't mm. care for. And I'm not super stoked about them adding that to a bunch of figures going forward. Uh but I do know the real military enthusiasts are all about that. So it's fine. Go for it. Uh, just just give me an option. Uh, but yeah, everything looks good here. Uh, great accessories. I can't wait to get my hands on this one. More so, I can't wait to hang him off the bottom of the dragonfly. And here we have Retro Duke on a card that is close to perfect except for no white border right that's what's really getting me with this one is why can't you put that white border on it but i'm sure because gi joe is a multicultural <laughs> task force now <laughs> sorry guys it's not just about you <laughs> uh so the the carding looks great in the import whoa Holy potatoes, Christmas, Christmas Ape. Ape. 
is super stoked about the audible interlude tactical shovel. The world needs more ditch diggers. Put me down for a shovel. <laughs> uh, Christmas ape in the super chat coming through with a Christmas miracle. Uh, this I'm going to have to earmark this $20 to go towards our tactical shovel fund. You, I, I have this sneaking suspicion we're going to produce these shovels before we're going to produce the hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get a bunch of shovels and start spray painting them gold. Uh, here, here's a little here's here's a little secret, fellas, just between you and me. I've already priced out the shovels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have found shovels uh, for this little project. Uh, all right, where are we? Thor Golden Cub digging for freedom wherever there is trouble. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, once we get these funded, uh, we need to find a way to let, like, every convention that we go to as Audible Interlude, we need to get the Audible Army together with the shovels, and we'll do groundbreaking ceremonies. Even yes. though we have nothing to build, right. we'll just find somewhere and have yeah. a groundbreaking ceremony. And we will just be digging holes. media attention. Yes. We'll be digging holes outside of hotels with no permits whatsoever. <laughs> call before you dig. 811, call before you dig. <laughs> Palpatine, 1975. Greetings, gentlemen. Apologies late to the show. No apologies needed. We know everybody has busy lives. We're always happy to see you here. Uh, I am so stoked for this Duke. And it's funny because from the start, I've been one of the guys who's been saying, oh, you know what? I don't mind updates. Like, it's fine. It's a new line. I've already got plenty of standard issue Dukes. But my gosh, look at this. Like, the, this is... gotten in day one. The, the, aside from the, the verbiage on his shovel, which, <laughs> let's be honest, isn't really that big of a problem. It's weird, but it's fine. It's going to be on his back. We're never going to look at it. Anyway. Oh my gosh. You and your, I, I we're going to go one day. We're going to go to Noel's house and do a, like a live remote. And it's going to turn out all of his figures are cut in half and glued to the wall to save space. And that's actually why he never sees the backs of his figures. Dave, every, every couple of weeks uh, just rotates all of his toys, 180 degrees so that their, their butts are all. Good. I do. I do. I do a full, actually no, they're, each of them is on a little rotating pedestal and they're constantly just spinning. See that I could get down with that. I would, <laughs> if I had like little lazy Susans that rotated slowly showing up from all 360 degrees, I'd be happy. Oh man. Okay. Uh, Ken Tomlin, these three retro classifieds are some of the best looking figures they've done. And it's funny. I, what I was saying is I was a, I don't mind updates guy, but my gosh, look at this. I mean, this is perfection. It really is. Now, how uh, Noel and Christian, we're looking at this, whether Duke is a favorite character or not, whether, you know, however you land on the classified updates, whatever. Looking at this, what, what are your feelings about this Duke? So I only have one tiny critique. And I. I know the colors are matching the original Duke, but I wish they had gone just a little bit uh, of a darker tan color or on the shirt because I feel like his body is a little washed out. But other than that, I, I absolutely love it. I think I love the accessories more because they are just so perfectly 
80s G.I. Joe. Um, yeah, the fact that he has the right, he has both the Sunbow rifle and the Pulverizer, which we know we're probably going to get whenever we get the Retro Stalker 2. Yeah. So it's great that we got that in the line. He's got that, I mean, those goggles, those binoculars look exactly like the ones from the 83, 84 figure. Dude, and the visor on the helmet yes. goes up and down. Which he didn't have. He didn't have, figure, but, but I, the welcome edition. Right. And I hope it functions exactly like the originals. You can pop it off if you want to. Uh I, I mean this is this is incredible. And I will say this. Uh if these oh wait, uh Wotaj quoting Peter Gabriel, so I feel like Noel has to call this one out. <laughs> Digging in the dirt. Yes. No, that was much more half butted than I expected from you. But we all know how you feel about butts, so I guess we'll move on. <laughs> uh Road Pig John uh, looks good, but the face is okay. I like Super Seven Ultimates Duke. I mean, look, Super Seven Ultimates Duke is a perfect representation of Sunbow Duke, but this to me is the classified Duke I want, but I do agree with you, Christian, a little darker tan on the shirt would have been nice. I agree. And, and look, they didn't give us a smiling face Duke or yelling face Duke. And I was really nervous at the, how much Hasbro loves yelling face Duke. Right. Right. We were going to end up with. So all around good. If you don't yet have your Ultimates Duke, he may or may not still be available in, on Entertainment Earth for 11 bucks. Snake Eyes looks like he is still available. but uh, Are the Bats still available? That's the, the one I figured would sell out instantly. Bats and Cobra Commander, I think, did sell out. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I know Snake Eyes is available. I'm looking now to see if Duke is. But yeah. Will, take your, take your entrenching tool and get out. It's a tactical <laughs> shovel. Uh, all right. Uh, so here's the card back, which are here, here's where we're here is audible interludes, official stance on the multilingual card back. If you think you're going to be a successful member of the GI Joe team without speaking multiple languages, you are incorrect. <laughs> I suggest that this is a learning tool that Hasbro is giving you the opportunity to expand your knowledge and your ability to navigate international situations by teaching you new languages. This is a critical learning tool of the Joe team. So I, for one, am changing my stance and coming out in support of the five language file cards because this is education, folks. This is your path to being a real life gi joe look five languages that isn't that isn't as, as many languages as duke speaks fluently so right exactly Duolingo is, has nothing on gi joe this this is a baby step towards a, a grander spreading of knowledge for all hasbro is trying to heal the earth since they, they couldn't do it by eliminating plastic <laughs> now they're doing it by teaching everybody multiple languages uh and then finally, I hope I put this in the right spot. Oh, there it is again. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel coming soon to a live stream near you. We're going to have to figure out how to sell these things. Okay, hopefully the next card. Nope, it's not. All right, let me sort through my files and figure out where I put this. I have a shot of uh, 
what the card back looked like. Oh, I might not have added it to the slideshow. Uh, so anyway, they had, they had a really nice shot of the card back, uh, during the live stream. You showed it. Did I? Yeah. No, 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 no. The actual, how thick it was. Oh, oh, oh. It was a side view. Okay. Um, and it is, these card backs are designed exactly like the Spider-Man card backs I showed on last week's uh, stream. They are the doubled over cardboard where the blister is between. It's one single piece of cardboard that uh, the blister is put through a cut slot and then it's folded over. So the thickness, it's just like the Marvel retro cards now. You could tell on the live stream, it's that almost like one eighth of an inch thick (laughs) card back. Uh, So these are going to be quality cards. Okay, moving on to... (laughs) Christian, let's talk about Scarlet. Oh, man. I mean, again, with the Dragonfly, we knew that this was happening, and I could not be happier. Like, they... like to me, it, it it's not even like oh, this is a figure that's pulled from the '80s. I just think that she still looks very tactical, if that's the right word. I love the uh, the quiver being on her side versus on the back. Yes, I I love that she has what I'm calling trick arrows. Um, again with the sunbow gun i did chuckle when they called it an action ponytail um (laughs) because technically both of those ponytails you can turn just because one goes over her backpack doesn't make it more action but uh well but it looks more dynamic oh sure one the one just sort of hangs straight down right but the other one it's like the the newer ninja turtle bandanas where you can turn them around and look like they're blown in yeah. the wind or whatever. But since that's, I don't action. look at the back of my figures oh, and the gosh, original yeah, Scarlet had short hair. You're just going to leave honestly, the pony. You're going to throw I, those I'm ponytails not... in the trash. No, I'm, I'll am i put those ponytails on another figure. No, another another Noel, he throws all of his backpacks in the trash because he's never going to look at the back of a figure. <laughs> He has he has a trash bag full of GI Joe backpacks going all the way back to 1982. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> little backpacks just right at the bottom of the trash bag. <laughs> this is just a again a perfect update. They gave her the gun on her wrist, which I didn't think they would, but it's there because Lenny even mentioned it. And even though I think the colors are reversed, we have paint apps on the knife. We don't, it's a dumb nitpick, but for some of the accessories from the regular line, like Beachhead, we're just doing one solid color. Doesn't make a lot of sense. I get how you can get away with that with a knife, but I love those little attention to details that they're doing with these. 
Well, and you know, again, she is loaded with accessories. And how awesome is it that they went beyond just the crossbow and the pistol? Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, crossbow and blaster. Can you say crossbow? I don't know. Uh, and included the M16 and the Sunbow rifle. Like those, I feel like those are above and beyond right there. Mm-hmm. They re- well, yeah. honestly, even the the straight hanging ponytail is above and beyond. They could have just given her the dynamic one and called it a day like there this is so plussed up beyond what it had to be and i'm noticing right now looking at this image if you look at her portrait and her hair it it looks like the original figure like the shape of her hair here i think that i think that's that's the intent is that you can have her look like the original 82 figure or you can make her look like the you know sunbow with the long hair Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wish I had an image of the back of the figure because I want to know if it's the hair is sculpted in such a way that the ponytail plugs in like under and you just leave it off. But probably I don't know not. if the ponytail will plug into the barrels of the guns. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic, but I think that plug is a little too big. It looks like it's a little too big, but but that's what Dremels are for. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, so yeah, Scarlet is is phenomenal. I, even the color choices, like I like that they went with a little more green, green. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's less the the original is not really olive drab, but it's not quite this color of green. I think this looks great. Wait, where are you seeing green? Am I on on this figure? I I I am only seeing like blue, and maybe I maybe my vision is different, but. Maybe it's my monitor. I mean, it's not green, green, but yeah, it's it, not green. green it's like it's a like, dark blue, green. It's not yeah. a solid blue. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's like a super, super looks like it has any green in it whatsoever. It looks like a super dark oh. turquoise to me. Well, and but everybody's monitors are going to be yeah set up differently. Maybe mine's wrong. Maybe you know who knows. But hopefully, it's the color that I'm looking at. Because it's perfect. It looks great. Uh, and then finally, again, I felt like with Tiger Force Recondo, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm good. I really, really like this one. But then as soon as I saw the way they did the camo on this one and those original colors at this scale, how do you feel about the greens on this one, though? I like the camo pattern. I will give them that. And I realize he's matching the G1 figure, but it's the same thing with Duke. When they pulled this up, I was like, oh, I think at this scale, I never realized just how washed out those colors are when they're on a pale-skinned figure. And I... I'm gonna be very happy with my tiger force one because i think the darker green looks better i i feel like his backpack and his hat are too washed out i wish they had gone with a more and maybe they were trying to give him like a sun bleached look and if they did that's what it looks like although look at the way the weathering it looks like, well, that might be just be the glare. His bedroll almost looks like it's got like painted weathering on mm-hmm. it. Um, 
Yeah, I'm. I, I mean, I know I'm going to be happy with this once it's in hand, but I do kind of wish the hat and the backpack were a little more olive drab than than this. And- I'm glad we finally get our action figure therapy mascot after all these years. <laughs> Man, what happened to that channel? I discovered it like a few years ago, and then it, there was never anything new. No activity until last last week when this got announced, and they were like, "Oh, hey, really? Look, our, our mascot is finally getting a classified figure." I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> well, and for any of our listeners who haven't seen it, it I, that portrait, and even more so now with these colors, you got to go on Amazon Prime and look up Doctor Otto. And the Riddle of the Gloom Beam. Oh it's my a, gosh. It's a movie that Jim Varney made before the whole Ernest Vern thing. And he has a character that looks 100% yeah. like this. Yeah, you're right. I would say if you want to remain a fan of Ricondo, maybe don't go what? watch that. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, it's great. I, I After you mentioned it, whenever I can, how, when did that even come up? I don't even remember, um, but you, you mentioned it. About, probably back during Tiger Force. And I put Ricondo. it in my queue, and uh, it's incredible. Uh, all right, Ken Tomlin, I'm colorblind, so all figures are black, white, and gray to me. But that's, you know... On the one hand, that's a little tragic. On the other hand, my gosh, it must make your life easier in certain ways. Certain very specific, non-beneficial ways. Well, and Ken, I, a little G.I. Joe break here. Uh, growing up, the only television in my house that would pick up the station that showed Voltron was the black and white TV in my parents' room. So I grew up watching Voltron in black and white and never saw the color version of the lions until the first time I Whoa. went to the store and saw the toys. And I was, my mind was like, Oh, that's, that's not what he looks like. I mean, I still got them, but wow, yeah. Like, so I, I, I feel your pain. Uh, Road Pig John, my favorite of these retros is Ricondo. He looks so good. I have the Tiger Force, which is good, but this one looks so clean. Mustache is fantastic. This one does look very clean. I like it. Uh, let's see. He's, he's also a very Muldoon from uh, Jurassic Park mm. as well. So. Thor Golden so Cub. I think get... Tom Selleck makes make a great Ricondo. He does have kind of a Quigley Down Under vibe going on. Well, you know, he's... In the in the Finsler films, he was also Australian, so <laughs> just like Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Salinas Ricondo reminds me of the Hateful Eight. My Ricondo and Mace Windu figures are going to need a one twelve Channing Tatum figure to play the Hateful Eight, uh, or or you could pick up NECA's Hateful Eight figures. But hopefully, we'll get some GI Joe movie classified figures. I'm down with that. Would love it. We talked about that before. Uh, all right, moving on. To this guy, which I think we've talked about as much as we need to talk about, but I just wanted to point out again a gorgeous shot of the loadout, uh, which I want this figure for. And hopefully, Big Bad Toy Store will honor the incorrect price that they listed these at. Apparently, they have done that for every time they've messed up a price before. Oh, really? Yeah, precedent is there that they will honor that price. Okay, well, cool. I couldn't remember if they were one of the ones that sent out... uh, Hey, we made a mistake. Do you want to keep this or should we cancel your order type of deal? 
Uh, and, and I mean, Big Bad is my personal favorite online toy retailer. So Yeah, I'm trying to remember the one that had things that were like 95% off the original price. Uh, or maybe that, I think that was an Amazon mistake. And a bunch of people just ordered it and they were like, yeah, we can't fulfill this for this price. Sorry. Oh, no, I remember what you're talking about and I can't remember what it is. I don't think it was Amazon, though. Oh, I don't know. We can't waste time on that. We got like 8,000 sound <laughs> off, so we got to keep moving. Uh, I love this one. This one I want just because it's awesome, not just because I want the loadout. Uh, I actually want a couple of these just to stand with Torpedo, mainly because we just need more under sea. Excuse me, under sea troops. You love your you love your water troops. I do. I do. I I hate their spear guns, but I do love uh, I do love the hoses on the water troops, uh, and I like that he comes with a demolition satchel as well. All right, now we've got to talk about Third Wave Sabotage. Go check out Third Wave Sabotage on Instagram. Uh, they sent along a bunch of pictures of a Real American Hero toy photography calendar uh, that they are producing, available now. And all of it, I didn't want to give away everything, but I shared a few choice images here that I, I particularly enjoyed from the calendar. Uh, so go check out Third Wave Sabotage on Instagram. A really cool project that they put together with, you know, you can have some unique G.I. Joe toy photography art on your wall. And they're all like the months are, are sort of themed. A couple of cold weather photo shoots, a lot, a lot of effort and care went into this. I thought it was really cool. So I just wanted to share it here on the show. Third Wave Sabotage. Next up, we have the Haya Toy. Oh my gosh, the comments are going wild again. Uh, we have the Haya Toys Gung Ho. How'd you guys feel about that? Well, Christian, you're you're our uh, 118th modern articulation enthusiast. I I love the head sculpt, even though I make fun of Screaming Duke for Gung Ho. <laughs> the Rob Liefeld face makes <laughs> sense. Like I'm not saying that in an insulting way. I think he looks like uh, uh i can't curse uh i think he looks amazing <laughs> i he also has I, giant rob liefeld uh grenades on his leg too so it fits yep i the only thing i uh because of the darker color of the green i do wish that the blue of the vest was a little more muted instead of like play-doh blue but see i like it for i'm excited like to that. get this one and I like that they mixed up the design or, or they have been mixing up the designs. So they're not just tiny versions of yeah. classified. Like they're kind of going off in their own direction a little bit. And I think this looks great. If, if the original classified gung ho had been these colors, I would have been way happier with it. Mm -hmm. I, I like this one quite a bit. Ooh, Ken Tomlin's got a good point. Wish they'd made, uh, wish they'd make combat BDU seals. One's not in scuba gear. Hasbro's always forgotten about the air and land part of seals. I agree. I would like to see some, uh, some land-based seals. I think that would be cool. And and look, the from from the hints that have been dropped, the sailor and the soldier are just the tip of the iceberg for the 60th anniversary figures that are coming. So it's entirely possible we're going to, I mean, it wouldn't be too hard to switch that soldier up, 
Uh, I think we could potentially see a lot of repaints of those two figures. All right. Wait, I got to back it up. We got to change up our uh, our banners and everything here because we've come to the end of the news. Was there anything else, uh, Nolan, Christian, anything that popped up on you guys that you wanted to talk about? Well, thought about that on that last statement. They did do that wetsuit back in 2011 that's just wearing his BDUs, um, which I love that the fact that they actually did that as a, as a figure. I was trying to remember when it came out. It was a V12. Oh, real quick. I got a couple more things. Let me... Uh... Let me enlarge myself. Keep an eye on Amazon. What I like to do is throw stuff into my lists uh, so I can keep track of things. This buzzer got marked down to $13.99 at some point randomly, like out of the whole wave, just him. Mm. Uh, but they sent it, and it's relatively minty. It's unpunched. Uh, car, It's got some dings, but I mean, they're like retail dings. It's not messed up. It's not, there are no creases or anything. So it's in good shape. Uh, so, you know, throw stuff in your Amazon list and just keep an eye on the prices. It's a really good way to get, uh, deals on stuff. And I got my Sergeant Slaughter Major Bendy. Uh, I love this guy. I love the packaging. This is from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. They have their own line of toys. And this slaughter is go ahead and pull him out here. Uh, there's the back of the card. Obviously, this is very G.I. Joe inspired. Comes with a trading card. This is from the wrestling collector. Uh, but these are just really fun little figures, and you got to look at them as these are collectible pieces. Uh, they're a little pricey for what they are. Uh, but very well done. And just like the old Bendy's, they've got the signature sculpted on the back. Just really nicely detailed. Uh, what I'm doing with these is if they're not available in another format, uh, I will buy their characters. But this one, I mean, obviously, as a G.I. Joe fan, I had to have this guy. So that's Wrestling Collector, uh, Google Wrestling Collector Sergeant Slaughter. And that's where you can get this guy. Still in stock now. They'll ship it as soon as you order it. Okay. So with that, you guys, we've got about eight hours of sound offs ahead of us. Are you ready for that? <laughs> then let's go. Yeah, apparently the trick is to post the sound offs first thing in the morning, right? Well, the trick is to post the sound offs first thing in the morning. And guys, let me let me explain something. Everybody in the chat, everybody listening, everybody on Instagram, we love you. Your support is incredible. Um, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram is where you can go to participate in sound off every time we're doing a live stream. And but but let me tell you this: the whole purpose of sound off was to to sort of fill in when news wasn't. We didn't have so much news uh, in a week. So the weeks where we do have news, we don't need more sound offs than we've ever gotten in the history of the show. You guys went nuts this week, but we're going to we're going to make our way through these and we're going to have fun doing it. All right. Starting off with Ed at the beach. What are your thoughts on Eagle Force? Uh, so for me personally, starting at the beginning, I think the little 
small metal Eagle Force figures are a whole lot of fun. I've got a whole pile of them over here that I still need to go through and figure out who which weapons go where and find a place to display them. Uh, they're really cool. But modern Eagle Force, uh, I have got a Captain Eagle figure back there, and it's phenomenal. And if if I could go to a store on a regular basis and buy an Eagle Force figure off of a peg, I would do it every single week and collect these figures. I think they're awesome. Uh, I know I can go on Big Bad and just add them to my pile of loot. I I, I want all of the gold modern Eagle Force figures. And I'll, you know, if, if all these toy companies will just stop putting out awesome toys for a little while, then let me focus on Eagle Force. Maybe I'll do it. Uh, but I, I think they're awesome. And I think for anybody who's a fan of the 118th scale modern articulation style, they're the best figures that are on the market. What's coming from Fresh Monkey Fiction is the best stuff on the market. I think so, that some of the stuff they do where they're able to kind of skirt some copyrights and get some characters into like G.I. Joe style figures that, you know, you might not otherwise see there. I, those are great. I don't personally collect them, but yeah, I think they're really, really well done toys. Eagle force is the spirit Halloween of action figure lines. As far as their, as far as their skill at stepping around copyright. (laughs) There are Jack Burton's and their Mario's and their Charlie Brown's as GI Joe's. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's it's fantastic stuff. Uh, also from Ed at the beach, who decided to turn Storm Shadow from Cobra to Joe, Larry or Hasbro? And fortunately, we got an answer from none other than Talking Joe Comics. Everybody, check out Talking Joe Comics. Uh, at the beach, Larry, he has previously said he didn't like that the only Asian in the line was a bad guy and wanted to turn that around. Yep. So there you go. Sound off within a sound off answering itself. Yeah, there's a there's an article on uh, comic book resources that kind of goes has some of his quotes about that. So that's what I was going to point to if this didn't get answered before I got a chance to answer it. Star Saber. Let's talk about nothing. Whatever you guys talk about, I end up buying. I love my G.I. Joe Monopoly. Thank you. Oh, and that G.I. Joe arcade that you guys talked about, it's only like five miles away from me. I keep on telling myself, no. Great show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Star Saber. We appreciate hearing stuff like that. So, but Star Saber, I wanted to put this out there. and I know it was a plot on Golden Girls, but... You need to reach out to this person. Tell them you're interested. You just need to see if it still works and what kind of condition it is in. <laughs> Five miles is close enough just to not lie, just stretch the truth a little because you are interested in it. Exactly. Just maybe not interested in walking away with it, but to be able to lay eyes on it and maybe play him in a game, it's worth it. Absolutely. That's the best advice ever given on this show. <laughs> Only because it's based in a knowledge of Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wotaj, coincidentally, those diecast Eagle Force figures and Zorana were all in Peter Gabriel videos. What? We're gonna need we're gonna need <laughs> names uh on these, please. Uh back up your your information. I believe you a thousand percent. But uh, we need references there's a, here. There's a lot of stuff going on in all those stop motion videos. Right, right. In yeah. The 80s, so. yeah, I don't doubt it a bit. I just need to know where to look. 
Oh, wait, isn't Zorana the Chick in his Red Rain video? No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, boy. Hillbilly Harper, I'm not crazy. Okay, so this goes back to last <laughs> week. Institution. Hill, Hillbilly, yeah, right? All he wanted was a Pepsi. Uh, this goes back to last week. Hillbilly, Hillbilly Harper asked about uh, Hasbro's plans for four-inch G.I. Joe's. And he had, I will, I will just say this. He had good reason to ask. I will also say at this point in time, I have no reason to believe that Hasbro has any plans for four inch modern articulated Joe's silent interlude. I have gotten most of my strike force alpha figures. Did any of you get any of them? And if so, what are your thoughts? Uh, strike force alpha. I don't know how this slipped by us. Do have we talked about this at all? No, and I'm surprised we haven't, or if we did, it was in passing because I had to look it back up when I saw this. And uh, wave one, not bad. Don't get me wrong. Not not my cup of tea. But after seeing this uh, and looking at them on Big Bad, I do have wave two pre. Oh, they are. They're on Big Bad. They are. Those monster figures are great. Okay, so I go- I googled it and found their website. Um, and apparently, like if you back to the Kickstarter, your stuff is shipping now. Well, obviously, Silent Interlude has theirs. Um, but after looking it up, th- th- some of them look awesome, and I want to have them. There's like one guy with a cool camo tank top, and he's got interchange. He's like a bat. He has like a bat arm, uh, like with I... interchangeable parts. Oh, the one arm. Yeah, just one arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because the other one, I think, is their riff on Bullet Man. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, some of these look really, really cool, and I I want to order some for... How much were they on Big Bad? They're $24.99. There you go. I mean, that's O-Ran price now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to hop on there and order some of those, because they look very, very cool. I've got to check them out and give them a review. So stay tuned to the Needless Things YouTube channel uh, for reviews. Uh, but otherwise, just uh, go to Big Bad and look at these sti- Strike Force Alpha figures. I think, uh, like I said, some of them look really, really cool. Uh, my hiss didn't get delivered yesterday because no one was home when FedEx came, hoping to get it today. Did you get yours yet? Did you open it? Uh, no, as we discussed, Noel and I, no, apparently mine and Noel's are on the same truck. Uh, we may get them tomorrow. We'll find out. Uh, Christian, on the other hand, it's the rare occasion that I actually get something before these guys. Well, you're, in, you're in Florida. That doesn't I even make know. sense. <laughs> I know. The universe had pity on me. You're like, in the Tatooine of America. You should have been the last one to get it. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Road Pig John says, Trivia, which Joe character was in the Inhumanoids cartoon, not Hector Ramirez. Right. I feel like I halfway we, we know this. Ace, well, no, Ace we know. Is, oh, is it Ace? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, Brett Armbruster. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, here's another one. Uh, spaded one McDysentery. Oh my gosh, that's that's a name. Uh, this recent Ross dump of classifieds got me to finally buy into the line. I didn't grow up with GI Joe, but these figures are quality and just way too fun to pass up. Mad I didn't get into them sooner. See, this is what we're talking about. This clearance stuff is important. 
This this is the gateway clearance is the gateway toy. Um uh, okay, still on silent interlude. I had a thought about the Hasbro Transformer crossover O-rings versus the Super 7 O-rings and was wondering if maybe Hasbro would just use Super 7 O-rings for future Transformers releases. I don't think so. Um, I think those are being, especially after seeing Zartan and Zarana, I think those are being developed by the Transformers team now, and I think they will continue to be. I don't know anything for sure. That's just my, judging from the information we have, that's my guess. What do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I, I think they would do it all in-house. I don't think they would use the Super 7 figures. Uh, as always, thanks for the great podcast. You are very, very welcome. Thank you for uh, being a part of the Audible Army. Griddle Games in a dream scenario. How would you guys lay out Envision a TV series for G.I. Joe? I myself would like to see a Reacher-style show where one season would be a running story arc of comic, cartoon, or other media story. Any actor or actress in mind for a specific role? Uh, this is a big, big sound-off. I have noted this. We are going to do this on a future. We've we've talked about this many, many times before, but I do think it's a good time to revisit. Uh, we will plan this for a future segments episode, one of our audio only episodes, because this this deserves more conversation uh, than we can give it tonight. Griddle Gains always in there with the good stuff. Uh, no comply 1945, uh, new, brand new classified series collector. What <laughs> obvious figures from the classic line haven't been made or announced yet? And where are my devilfish and cobra ferrets? Well, uh, ferrets are probably coming because we've got a tease of those, right? Exactly. And the devilfish, I think, is a no brainer. Um, but as far I as the, obvious, I think the devilfish is one that could possibly be packed in with a character that is currently missing um that it's on my list here because i think that the devil fish and wetsuit would be a perfect pack in yeah absolutely and that... we're getting a leatherneck now you got to have a wet yeah you got to have a wetsuit to go with leatherneck um noel just froze up oh he's back doing a max headroom that was weird uh as far as obvious figures i think we already talked about so wetsuit we already talked about Blowtorch, I think, is is one that, that is a, a must-be-made. Christian, have you got one? Flash. Flash. Double yep. Flash. I'll buy two. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would say three big ones are Flash, Blowtorch, and Wetsuit for sure. And and Sci-Fi, because he's been on the website since day one. Well, and Sci-Fi, because he was in the game, and I can only assume that they had him you know, somewhat ready to go. And then mm -hmm. when they pivoted away from those blackout designs, they were like, well, back to the drawing board for Sci-Fi. Yeah. Which is I think a game. I like that design. And I think Law and Order is also one that's that needs to happen, but they're probably going to space that one out because it's going to be a pet toy. So they're going to release that in a strategic fashion since they just they just put mud up for pre-order. <laughs> oh, here, okay. So uh, Rachel Salinas, I can quit anytime I want. Swipes card at Ross, and also uh, to potentially expand on that. Uh, those of us out there with kids who are collecting classified or GI Joe can turn around and say, I learned it from watching you <laughs> podcast from the pit. Everybody be sure to check out our pals at podcast from the pit. What are a few of the comic book characters you would love to see made in the super seven O-ring line? We already have that marked down for a future segments episode. So we will address that at a later date. Matter of fact, it's right here 
on my note card for future stuff, MIA Super 7 O-Rings. So that segment is planned. Streben 75. How about... How about what if Classified did a Desert Fox with driver Skidmark, a.k.a. Treadmark? Uh, oh, Christian, you sent along some fantastic art, and I completely I, forgot to to add it here. I think I can remedy that. Uh, so you guys talk about this question. I'm, I've got to add something in here real quick. As far as the Desert Fox goes, I mean, what are your thoughts, Noel? It's a small enough vehicle that I put it there with the vamp that yeah, it's a it could easily be striker. made. I this is a so the desert the Desert Fox and Skidmark were things that I wasn't even really aware of until I was well into adulthood because it was after I collected. So to me, it's not something that is a uh, I'm instantly going to buy that, but. You know, if you got Joe fans that were there in the late 80s, early 90s when that was out, I'm sure that, uh, you know, you could probably move some. And the elephant in the room or your pants, as the case may be, (laughs) as in today's world, in in today's meme-driven world, uh, I, I do think that they would go with the treadmark or give him a whole new name. Versus that original one. <laughs> uh, Skidmark, among the the greatest G.I. Joe names of all time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we still got Snow Job. So. That's true. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Well, Snow Job <laughs> is like a, that's a term. Though. Like that's, yes, that's yes. its own thing beyond any lascivious interpretations that could potentially be made. Yes, okay, but yeah, 100% of people who hear it instantly go where one place in their brain as long as they're over the age of six well that's because we're all just (laughs) terrible let's see oh it's gonna take too much i will share those i will share those on the uh, audible interlude instagram i can't i can't work them into our slideshow right now unfortunately we'll give you all a a hint and a tease uh if they did make this it needs to be part of the o-ring transformers line Yes, yes, absolutely. The Desert Fox can transform into Hound or something. Uh, All right. Todd Bratrud with O-Rings coming back. What would be some great real-life characters to add to the mix in the style of Fridge, Sergeant Slaughter, Owen King? Um, We've talked about this. We've talked about this before, but I don't know specifically with O-Rings. And I think if you're going to do O-Rings... Um, we probably want to keep it like 80s, early 90s type characters. See, now I was oh. thinking um, aesthetically kind of fits into it because I was like going with the wrestler thing. I think John Cena would be a perfect character to throw in as an O-ring style figure. Well, yeah, yeah. You get that big, like, you know, muscular frame like you get with the Slaughter or the Fridge figure. Um, and he's so colorful and he he looks like he stepped out of the 80s i am gonna go with alice cooper ah uh would be one of cobra's propagandists and would come with a big giant uh snake 
I just thought you and McGregor because he is awesome in everything that he is in. So the GI Joe team would be made even better. He doesn't need to come with anything. He just needs to be you and McGregor. No, he would need he would need to be on a motorcycle. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's funny because one of my choices was Connor McGregor. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> he would be a cobra through and through, and not uh, yeah. no, oh, yeah. be a red knock. And and you would need to make him a little bit smaller than the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stapes and Pape, those amazing ten ninety nine ultimates on Entertainment Earth. What a steal! Before everyone bashes Super Seven, nobody here is going to bash Super Seven. I'll tell you that. Let's remember that Wave One was ordered during the COVID boom and clearly over ordered, and that was the case with a lot of Super Seven's waves that were offered during that time because. The COVID boom was very much a thing. People were stuck at home. People were collecting online. Uh, people had government payouts coming with regularity. Uh, let's also not forget about all the classified figures showing up at rock bottom prices at Ross before the Hasbro fanboys throw shade. Well, we are also Hasbro fanboys here, but we're not going to throw shade at classified because we've already determined that clearance is a critical selling tool uh, for any toy line. Look, but at the end of the day, Super 7 is doing a great job delivering what they deliver. Hasbro is doing a great job delivering what they deliver. If you're a Joe fan, you should be a fan of anybody that's making G.I. Joe. Uh, so no, nobody around here is throwing shade or bashing anybody. We enjoy all the Joe. We love it all. Oh, here we go. Uh, we got some good suggestions here. Except for um, Funko. Funko Pops could go. Now, even Funko Pops have their place because your your random Funko Pop collectors could find that cute little sailor figure and think, well, what the heck is this? And enter into a whole new world of G.I. Joe. Right now, uh, on Big Bad's holiday sale that's going on, like the majority of the G.I. Joe Pops are all like $5 or less. There you go. So load them up. Exactly. Uh, some more suggestions. Seven, they've sold nine more since last we checked in. They're at fifteen ninety eight. Um, more suggestions for real world O rings. Uh, Pavelft, Snake Pliskin, Rachel Salinas. Add Brendan Fraser and Dwayne Johnson to the O ring line. Absolutely, and especially well, would they be characters or would they be the actors? <laughs> I, I. That's a good question. Uh, both. Let's do two packs. A Brendan <laughs> Fraser two pack where it's it's basically Rick o'connell from the mummy but not for copyright purposes packaged in with sergeant stone i thought you were it lieutenant is it, is it lieutenant stone or sergeant stone i can't remember i think he's lieutenant but uh um and then it was also a sergeant stone dwayne johnson as just dwayne pres as president dwayne johnson <laughs> and as roadblock uh gordon ramsey as the cobra cook let's go uh, all right. Bassist Carlos, have you received your his tank and what are your reactions? Uh, well, we, we've talked about which of us have received our his tanks. Uh, but Christian, what was your reaction to your his tank? The, even watching like the unboxings and, and seeing the prototype and all that in the videos, you do not truly, or at least I didn't appreciate the size of this thing until you are trying to lift that box into your house and the unboxing was just as much fun i 
I know that sounds cheesy, but the way that it's all sort of in layers, it it took a while, but I was enjoying every single second, and it is just beautiful. So like, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited about getting it, about doing the review, about actually having the time to devote to the review. Uh, hopefully it'll, my review will go up here on the needless things, YouTube channel on Wednesday. That, that is my plan. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but we will do Put it away. I don't want to see it. You disgust me. Um, we will, we will get further in depth on the hiss on next week's, uh, show. Once we all have it in hand, uh, Wotaz checking back in with his research. Zorana appears at the two thirty mark in big time. I've forgotten which video features the Eagle force figures at the moment. We will find out good stuff. I, I we're going to follow that up. And it's uh, not too soon to t start talking about the dragonfly. No, there absolutely. Always not. time to talk. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to put the dragonfly because the shelf that I cleared off for the hiss a couple months ago is now full of GI Joe stuff. So I'm going to have to clear it off again. And the dragonfly, like I'm going to hang it from the ceiling, but I'm going to have to clear off space in the ceiling. But that's, that's the other part of this because I, in my ADHD state have spent so much time overthinking, where am I going to put this that I never actually cleared space for the hiss tank because I couldn't make up my mind. So once it was here and I was like, oh, I have to redo all these shelves now. So like my entire Sunday was spent with this his tank. Um, <laughs> but I now have one whole shelf unit that is nothing but classifieds. And the, the very top is where the dragonfly will go once it's here. And, Nice. Unless I start filling it up with stuff. Uh, right. Well, and that's what happened with mine is the shelf that I cleared off, I would put things like that didn't quite have a spot yet or things I was just trying to keep out of the way. Like both of my trouble bubbles are up there, which they're going to get hung from the ceiling. Like it's, it's right now it's kind of a collection shelf or a, a it's all a collection shelf. A you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, yeah. Catch all. That's exactly it. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi toy advent calendars have become all the rage in the last few years. I say as a father who is currently opening four little boxes a day, if you were to develop an advent calendar for GI Joe, what would it be like? Um, okay. So I would, in order to keep it anything close to cost effective advent, <laughs> advent calendars are. 24 days because you don't actually have you just do one on christmas eve right or is it 25 no 24 24 okay that's what it I ends christmas so eve it's 24 days i would put four o-ring figures in there each figure would have a weapon accessory a either a secondary weapon or a like demolition bag or whatever accessory a backpack so that gets us up to 16 pieces right figure weapon backpack secondary weapon um 
secondary weapon slash accessory slash helmet maybe and then eight spots left so there would be four pieces to build a gi joe christmas tree and four random other pieces like maybe a a, a christmas ham on a platter <laughs> um like four specifically christmas themed things Pre- okay a christmas ham on a platter and three presents in like different colors of camo wrapping paper. That's very detailed. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, I, you know, I was thinking along the lines of like the way that Lego does theirs. So you could even maybe bring back Creo for this. Um, where oh, see, have... I have zero interest in that, but, but I mean, your way but is probably I'm not, better. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the target audience for this, but right. uh, you know, you might be able to get the kids more interested in uh, in the little Creo figures, or you, you know, maybe like uh, of those 24 days, maybe 10 of them, you get a you get a little mini figure, and then you have little small builds because that's the thing about the Lego Advent calendars is you get a build. You don't just get a little toy. You have right. to build something each day, and then you know you have a few items that are more christmasy themed so maybe you have as like kind of like the christmas eve piece you have cobra commander in a um in a christmas sweater or something like that you know like they would like they'll do with like the darth maul wearing the santa hat or something like that Your, like yours stuff. would sell better than mine for sure <laughs> christian any thoughts yeah, so this is actually the first year I've ever done an advent calendar. Oh, wow. Um, and so I would base it off of kind of what I'm experiencing right now. And I was thinking that you would have two generic, you know, almost grunt style um, O-ring figures. One is being opened the first day. The other one isn't being opened up until the halfway point, And you are getting accessories to be able to sort of theme them to land to see to air so like this day you open it up yep it's a backpack then you're getting a gun and then maybe you're getting um you know the underwater flippers then you're getting but also throwing in because the one i am doing also like toss in some stickers and stuff and i'm like i guess that's for good for kids which is this target audience and not 48 year old men (laughs) but i would i would include sort of world building stuff like you sort of hinted at with the uh christmas tree i think i would include like maps with cobra locations on it or something you know for your joe figures to use and then a few christmasy type packages um you know because we did have that one episode of joe right right so i think that by the time it's over you have two figures that you can deck out in possibly four different styles you know what i feel like super seven I just remembered this. I feel like Super 7 said something about having an announcement sometime in December. Hmm. I'm going to have to look that up for next week because we are just about out of time here. Uh, Yorktown Joe. I agree with you. (laughs) 
Any chance of Hasbro releasing small vehicles without drivers so we can add an already released classified figures as drivers, pilots like Dreadnought Bikes, Joe or Cobra Snowmobiles, Skyhawks, etc. Lower price point plus no driver equals buying multiples. Personally, I do not think we're going to get smaller vehicles without figures. The the For whatever reason, the toy companies now seem to think that those vehicles have to come with figures. Um, although if you look at the masters of universe origins line, which granted, we never do that around here. Uh, they released several vehicle creature type sets without figures included. Um, but the trouble bubble, I will say has, has definitely, uh, got me on the, if you have no, if you're going to use a troop builder, as your pack in you better have a plan to release a single carded version yes yeah because i still want a retro for lack of a better term televipers yeah i still sure. want more televipers but i don't necessarily need more trouble bubbles well i think as long as they're doing this retro line that gives them the opportunity to do that because i you know i think it's a yeah. good you've got a good shot of getting a yeah. televiper on a card here in a year or so yeah, I don't, I don't know, and I honestly, I can't quite define why, but I just don't, for whatever reason, I just don't see Hasbro just putting out just the Devilfish or just the Ferret. I, I, mm -mm. I, I just don't see them doing it. And and like and again, I can't define why, but I don't, I don't think it's likely. All right. Well, uh, we are 100% out of time. We've used up all of our minutes tonight. So we're going to have to put Joe and tell off until next week. Uh, we have had a wonderful time here with, with, a, a huge turnout tonight. We appreciate everybody's involvement from the chat to everybody that participated in sound off. Follow us at audible interlude podcast on Instagram, follow GI Joe audible on X uh christian why don't you tell us a little bit about that toy photography that you do so well and you are we are we gonna get some his toy photography we, from you we are they're gonna take a bit more editing sure uh but you can find me on Flickr and instagram under the name legion cub noel why don't you tell us about the finest the Finest is an international G.I. Joe costuming club, and we, of course, dress like our favorite Joe characters and some of our least favorite Joe characters sometimes. But we raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. Uh, check out thefinestcc.com or the Finest Recruitment Center on Facebook if you ever thought about uh, joining us. Well, guys, I've had an awesome time tonight. This has been a great show. We've had incredible involvement with the chat. Everybody's been a whole lot of fun. Thank you all for turning out to watch us, Christian Knoll. Thank you guys for, you know, once again, just having fun talking about G.I. Joe. Everybody remember the Audible Interlude Tactical Shovel coming soon to a stream near you. Details uh, forthcoming. And until next time, you, Joe. Cobra. Dig it.
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.